What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the We Got Now podcast. Let's go. We're in this thing. Speaking of We Got Now, I I think this is the coolest thing. I've told Maggie about it. Uh, Hopefully, you listeners find this just as cool as I do. Huge college football fan. All right, everyone should be a college football fan. It's wrong for you. It's it's actually sin for you not to be a college football no, fan. Specifically an SEC fan. And SEC, you've got to be a big SEC <laughs> you gotta fan. You've got to be an SEC fan. But but I think right now it's also like totally acceptable to be a Colorado fan because mm-hmm. if you, if you know if you know college football, like Deion Sanders is the head coach and now Colorado, and he has so much energy, so much passion. And last week, Maggie and her husband Trevor and the rest of our youth team were at my house. We were watching college football. We turn on the Colorado game late. Colorado knocks off. It was at that time a ranked TCU team on Don't the road. Don't even get me started on TCU. <laughs> big TCU fan. <laughs> Maggie's a big Alabama fan, so she Actually. has some beef with TCU. And Ohio State. And Ohio State. We can get into that later. Yes. I mean, yeah, we can absolutely get into that. But pregame, before this TCU game, Deion Sanders, right before his team runs out on the field, he says something like, fellas... We got now. He's like, our time is now. And I'm just, in my head, I'm thinking, I'm listening to this. I was like, Deion Sanders is a listener to our podcast. Like, you can't convince me otherwise. He stole that from us. Like, he actually probably, we we maybe could file a lawsuit (laughs) against him. We should have trademarked this. Because Dion, we got now. Like, yeah, this is us. He was inspired by us. Yes. He's definitely. So many people are drawing inspiration from him, but really who they're drawing yeah. inspiration from is our podcast. And so in a large way. Dion Sanders listens to. Yes. Like, we deserve the credit for Colorado's football. Teams <laughs> <laughs> win. Basically. <laughs> we should be getting phone calls and equals. ESPN. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because we motivated Dion to motivate his team to BTC. It's a really big deal. Which, we got now. Not Colorado, we got now. Which, by the way, if you're still unsure, like, what does we got now mean? It is, too, is this podcast is for our students, and we're challenging them to think through, hey, our time uh, to follow Jesus, our time to serve in the church, our time to live on mission is not sometime in the future. We're not the church of the future. We're the church of today. We got now. It actually comes from, like, basketball lingo. I know you're a big basketball fan, right? You go to the courts. Packed, packed court. You just scream out, "We got now!" Right? We got next. I'm primarily a football fan. Football. I would say college football, not pro football. Yeah. But that's because when you grow up in Alabama, it's the only thing you have to root for. Big no football. pro team. I mean Auburn, I guess. But yes, yeah. I I would also like to show like shout. Just say this. Shout out to my friends. I am not. A, I, I didn't grow up in Kentucky. I grew up in Alabama. Yeah. So unlike many of my friends who've grown up in Kentucky and are Kentucky basketball fans yeah. and Alabama football fans, Oof. no, I I I am not a bandwagoner. I'm not saying they this are necessarily. Yeah. But just yes. if you if you know who you are, you know who you are. Yes. So. She has a good reason uh-huh. to cheer for Alabama. Yes. So yes. I'll give Despite her a hard time. What many people say. <laughs> Just not, I'm not a big Alabama guy, and so I like to give Alabama fans a hard time, but you have a good, solid reason to cheer yeah. for the Tide. Thank you. Uh, in this podcast, what, what we want to do is, is go back and think of our teenage selves just a little bit. Right? So 15-year-old Maggie, 15-year-old Chase, living it up in high school in my case. Uh, good, I mean, Christian girl for you. Yeah. And, and so Same praise Christ. God. Praise God for Still that. Still probably a little all over the place, as I am now. So. <laughs> Still the same, same Maggie. Maybe just a little more immature. <laughs> and so we want to think back 
were we able to speak to our 15-year-old self, what would we say? What <laughs> advice would we give? Which I do think it's funny that every time you look back at a different season in your life, you always look back with like a taint of disgust, whether you're right. in Christ or not. You're just yeah. like, oh my gosh. Yes. My college self. What was she thinking? My yeah. freshman year self. Yes. My high school self. <laughs> yes. You never look back at it like, man, I was so solid. Oh, yeah. You know. Right. So I think that's a really good segue for you to start because, and maybe you can give a little bit of background here to our listeners, but 15-year-old Maggie was, was a believer. In Christ, yes. And a, a younger believer, you know, than you are today. So just give us some background maybe on kind of how you came to Christ, where you were at spiritually in high school, and then what your 24-year-old self would tell. 23. 23. No, yes. 20, <laughs> not sure her birthday. <laughs> Yeah, you can tell your 15-year-old self, remember your birthday. What was the uh, question again? Yeah, so I'm, I'm totally <laughs> just a little bit about how where you came I to Christ, was, where you were as a 15-year-old, because it's much different time, than me. I was falling in love with Scripture. That's awesome. So at that moment, I was getting in the Word. I remember probably being a sophomore, junior in high school. Romans was like the moment that like it kind of clicked for me. I started Romans kind of like, oh, I'm in Christ. I should read scripture. That's what Christians do. Yeah. And then by the end of Romans, I was just like turning the pages. Like, is there a Romans 2? Yeah. This is the best thing I've ever read yeah. in my whole life. So That's I think awesome. at that point I was falling in love with scripture. And I think what I would tell myself specifically would be like, remember who you are. Remember who you are in Christ. Remember your identity. Mm. Identity wasn't something I thought about probably till my freshman, sophomore year of college when I got plugged in a discipleship group with Harden Baptist Church. Mm. So I honestly, if you told me like, know your identity, remember your identity, I would have been like, that is something that someone posts on a graphic with like a picture of a coffee mug and mm. color pins and like, frou-frou language if if i'm being honest my probably cynical high school self was like what does that even mean Mm. remember your identity you're loved you are Mm. all the things that you hear which are so true but in myself i was in my you know anti-conformist high school self was like oh my gosh stop telling me i'm loved stop telling me i'm a daughter of the king which Mm. like those are truths that Mm. i should be so grounded in so rooted in it but at the same time or not at the same time at that time I was like, oh, yeah, 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 duh, yeah. typical, duh, 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 but I didn't really know it, Yeah, like, to my core, and so, like, remembering who you are, remembering who you are in Christ, I think, would have affected my relationships, my friendships, my, mm-hmm. like, who, so, like, in high school, it's so mm-hmm. easy to, like, identify yourself with what you're doing, mm-hmm. so, I played softball in high school, so it's been really easy for me to identify myself as a hard worker, someone who worked really hard on the softball team, who started, who played this position, mm-hmm. who, or it could have been, you could, I identify myself as this, which this is probably how I did identify myself as a hard worker in general, whether that be school or softball or mm-hmm. probably until my senior year when I dropped out of this art class yeah. that I should have dropped out. That was a turning point for <laughs> yeah. me. I was like, I don't need this art class. I'll yeah. drop it out. And it was a big moment for me in yeah. my senior year. Yeah. So. Okay. But, um, <laughs> It was kind of just done in like a spontaneous, uh, yeah. sporadic way. But yeah. I, I identified myself as like a hard worker. Mm-hmm. And so whether that be in school, with friends, a good friend, but all these things, like I wasn't identifying as a daughter of mm-hmm. the king of the universe mm-hmm. or in Christ. I didn't know 
that um, my identity wasn't based on what I was doing, mm -hmm. um, but what rather what Christ has done so, for me. Yeah. So every time I would have an error, every time I would sin, every time I would mess up, it was like I was playing leapfrog, like sin, repent, sin, repent. Mm -hmm. It was constant. It was exhausted because yeah. I wasn't grounded in my identity, grounded in grace, grounded in like, no, like Christ. God doesn't love me more or less based on anything I do or I don't do. Mm -hmm. So I did fall in, even as a believer, into like this kind of work hard mentality, whether that be school, my grades, whether that be softball, how I played, or even in my walk with the Lord, like I needed to be the good Christian girl. I needed to do this yeah. rather than the freedom of knowing like nothing I could do would cause Christ to yeah. love me more or less. Yeah, Man, that's so good. I, I can only imagine like, how many middle schoolers, high schoolers, college students, and even adults could be listening and just need that that simple yet profound truth. Hey, like remember who you are. Remember who God in Christ has made you to be and lean into that identity. Which I would encourage you, if you haven't listened to our last podcast about mm -hmm. the gospel, like go back, listen to it. I'm constantly mm -hmm. having to reteach myself the gospel. Yeah, I think absolutely. like we shouldn't just know the gospel to share it to our unbelieving friends. Like we need to know the gospel for ourselves. And so we're grounded in our yeah. identity. Yeah. I, I love that. And I, I'm just so thankful that there's Maggie and people like Maggie who at 15 year old, 15 years old is following Jesus, you know, loving Jesus. You said falling in love with the, with God's word, like praise God. And so the simple truth, if you're listening here, Maggie's advice to you, if that's you, is man, just keep pressing, remember your identity, remember who Christ has made you to be, um, and really just continue to fall in love with the scriptures, continue to fall yeah. in love with Jesus. Because how do you remember your identity? Like sometimes, yeah, it's through like your thought life, but mm -hmm. your thought life is redirected through mm -hmm. scripture and through God's yeah. words to you. You can't, it's like in softball, oh, throw a strike, throw yeah. a pitch. If someone tells me, snap out of it. Tell yourself truth. Yeah. Stop telling yourself lies. Mm -hmm. Well, how do you preach yourself truth? Just it has it can't be just from inward. It has to be yeah, from scripture itself. It has to be out from outward. You can't just throw strikes. You can't just you know. That's so cool. Like, yeah, I love it. I love it. And I'm, it's it's funny because me and Maggie kind of joke about this sometimes. We at 15 years old, we're in completely <laughs> different places spiritually. Just about just about every way imaginable. She's loving Jesus. She's falling in love with the scriptures. She's needed to be reminded, hey, remember your identity. At 15 years old, Chase was not loving Jesus, not loving the scriptures. Um, I, I think at 15 years old, I might have told you I was a believer, might have said I was a Christian, but um, I wasn't. I didn't love Jesus. Um, I, I did not trust in Jesus. I was trusting myself, boasting in myself. Um, I was... Uh, in every way imaginable, a lukewarm believer, right? I'd made a profession, I had gotten baptized, and I just kind of went about my life after that, completely forgetting about Christ at all. So, well, I'm out, I'm out of hell, I'm into heaven, so let's live the rest of this life however I want. I wasn't even a believer. And so at 15 years old, I, I think what I would tell myself, and maybe you're out here and, and this is what you need to hear, or, or you have a, a friend or a son or a daughter who needs to hear this? The advice I would give my 15-year-old self is, Chase, uh, you got to stop acting so cool. You have to stop uh, trying to be so cool. Because here was my issue, and here's what, in student ministry, I see a lot. We have, we have guys and girls, and we've come across guys and girls. They have friends. We have sons and daughters who are trying so hard to be cool 
trying so hard to be accepted, trying so hard to uh, be popular, trying so hard to be cool that uh, they're forgetting that what makes you really cool, right? What what makes you um, really, really cool is is not your popularity status at school. It's your relationship status with Jesus, right? Like, and, and this, this is what kind of irks me. I would, I would have went to youth group, right? And even in worship settings, even when the Bible was being taught to me, I would have been poking my buddy. I'd have been laughing. I'd have been goofing because I didn't care about what was being taught. I didn't care about the Bible. I didn't care about Jesus. What I caught, what I thought was cool was if I could make my buddy laugh. And so it's just like, man, and, and in student ministry today, unfortunately, we see this, right? Students care so much about being cool that they're willing to forsake their pursuit of Christ. Um, and so, man, if I could just give anyone listening to this some advice, my 15-year-old self some advice, I'd have saved myself a lot of pain if I'd have listened to this. Hey, what makes you really cool is, like you said, like being a child of the king of the universe. That makes you cool, right? Knowing Jesus personally as your Lord and Savior, that's cool. Knowing God's word, loving God's word, living God's word, that's cool, right? To, to, to do what all your friends are doing, to seek after popularity and fame and success and all these idols, that just leads you to death. Um, and so maybe, maybe you're listening and you just need to be reminded, hey, um, to be cool is to be in Christ. Um, and I don't have to worry so much about earning uh, a status of, of coolness. If I just lean into Christ, that's all I need. Um, and so I think, I think that's, that's really, really, hopefully, helpful to, to many people listening to this. Any other thoughts here, Maggie? Yeah, well, just finishing it up, one thing I do love about um, Brother Ricky, he always mm-hmm. talks about how you're either a sinner or a saint. So if you're mm-hmm. a sinner, know, knowing you're a sinner, stop pretending mm-hmm. you're in Christ. That's probably where you have like students who are like, yeah, I'm a saint, I'm good. I'm, like, But see, yeah, they're living like a sinner, trying to be cool, trying to be liked, trying to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Or you're a saint, which means you're no longer a sinner and going mm-hmm. back to like remembering yeah. your identity. Like uh, sometimes you hear, oh, well, you know, I'm just a sinner saved mm-hmm. by grace. No, you're a saint. Sc- scripture calls you a saint. So mm-hmm. live out your identity, live out a saint. Stop looking for acceptance. Mm-hmm. Stop looking for approval. Stop looking from love in all the wrong places that your mm-hmm. sinner self would have done. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's just so cool. Like your advice, remember who you are. My advice, stop being cool. It's like, there's, there's just going to be so many people, I, I hope listening to this podcast who, uh, that just spurs them on into greater love for Christ, greater love for his word. Uh, and so that's what our prayer is. And on that note, we do hope that this podcast episode was edifying to the church of Jesus Christ and glorifying to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Until next time, we'll see you. Audio.